you keep doing the same thing, your students will remain the same. You won't help them grow to be their best. So listen in to today's episode for three ways you can set your students up for success. I want to encourage you to leave a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. I would love to hear from you and and help in any way that I can, or if there's any strategies that you would like me to talk about, I would love to do that for you. Hi guys, welcome to Behavior Strategies for Class, your podcast all about behavior strategies to help you in the classroom. Do you need more support and encouragement for your challenging students? Do you want proven behavior strategies that will help create resilient students? How will behavior strategies influence your class? You will make a difference in their lives and prepare them for success as a well-rounded person. And I'm here to help. I'm Diane Bachman, a behavior paraprofessional with over 10 years years experience in special education, working with students from various backgrounds and disabilities, and I want to offer you hope. You will be a constant, caring adult in your students' lives, and building relationships with them will be essential to achievement and triumph, not only for them, but also for you. So we'll be discussing about trauma-informed care, social-emotional intelligence, sensory breaks, why are they important, PBIS, behavior interventions, MTSS, social skills, evidence-based strategies, and more. So listen in, and I have to say, Rita Pearson is one of my idols in her fight for students. And if you have not listened to her TED Talk on Every Child Needs a Champion, I encourage you to go do that today because I want us to be our students' champion because we were born to make a difference. Let's listen in to today's episode. Also, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss anything and join my Facebook group, Behavior Strategies for Class. I would love to connect with you there. Also, Please message me if you would like a free consultation regarding any behavior strategies that you might have questions about or may be frustrated with, and I would love to be able to um, walk with you through that and encourage you and help you use that to better help your students. So this is really about teaching to the whole child helping our students be well-rounded, adaptive, resilient, persevering, to do their best, to be their best. And that is overall in social skills, social-emotional learning, um, and obviously academics as well. And so I think of uh, one of the schools I worked with, our teacher was great about teaching life skills um, on top of, and we would do cooking once a week. We would do like some like housekeeping, like showing them how to hang up their clothes and where would that go, um, using the restroom correctly, you know, taking care of business and washing their hands organizing things you know that's even if that's just you know taking a box of blocks or markers and then sorting them by color in another bin and then where do those bins go Um, organizing so all of those really cool life skills how to tie their shoes 
you know, putting on their shoes, tying their shoes, all of those little things incorporated with learning their letters, their sounds, you know, creating words, reading words, learning, of course, their numbers, and adding and counting, all of these things. And then it also goes to social skills. How do we interact with each other? And if somebody makes you mad, how can you react in an acceptable way that's not hurtful back to them? So teaching them all of those things is like to the whole child. And doing that consistently makes a huge difference. And then, of course, we are modeling that for them as well. And um, I think of one student I worked with, he was a really tough kiddo, pretty impacted by his autism. He was verbal, but um, he definitely had some anger and behaviors. And so this one time he, he was very upset. And of course he's climbing on things and wanting to hit everybody. And, you know, now he's not safe because he's on top of a table and and so we were trying to get him down and he just reached over and ended up scratching my face. And I know to say that out loud doesn't sound so bad, but at the time I was like, oh my word, child. So I literally had to leave the room. Like, I think I was in shock as well as angry and frustrated. So I just walked out and thankfully we had a good team so they could tell like I was upset but they also covered me when I had to leave. So there was still, um, that child was still safe, you know, still in our room. But, um, yeah, I was not happy. And thankfully also my teacher understood that. And so like, I really didn't work for that with that student for a little while because of my own personal feelings. I mean, obviously he could care less, But I think as we are able to teach and learn about our whole student and when they do lash out at us, being able to take that time to step out if you can or at least step away from that child in that situation at that time really helps you in adapting and being able to then step away, but then later come back and be able to teach that child, you know, what is the right thing to do? What should we do? What should we be doing? And like that student, we would get out a social story and go over, you know, what to do when we're angry or, you know, the what not to do when you're angry. And, um, And then, of course, being able to know yourself and to be able to walk away when you get in situations where things are kind of explosive or maybe not even explosive, but upsetting. And sometimes, of course, we take things personally, even though we really shouldn't, but sometimes we do. I think of another student. He was pretty upset in class. One of the students, other students had said something to him and it made him um, mad and 
And so thankfully he just was sitting at his desk, but I could tell like fume was coming out of his ears. So I went to talk to him to hopefully prevent him from lashing out at anybody else. And, and I was just like, I can see that you're upset, you know, you're doing a great job and not lashing out. And he just looks at me and he's like, I am not upset. I'm furious. I was like, all right, thank you for using your words and expressing that. And then I was, you know, and then it was so much better. You know, he really had learned a lot too. With his life skills and social skills, like how should he react? He knew that if he turned around, like he was going to punch somebody, but he was able to just sit himself at his desk, just focus on himself. And then of course, you know, I come over and try and talk to him, but at least he could tell me. And then, and then he told me, you know, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. So then I had to make sure that none of the other students were talking to him either or trying to, you know, egg him on or harass him anymore. So again, it's teaching that whole child. So those were life skills. Those were social skills that he was able to um, put into action and have a better reaction to what upset him. And of course, those are huge wins for your students as you will get to know them again and what uh, what maybe their weaknesses, I guess, or what they struggle with. And then being able to help them grow in that area as well as as a whole in your class in teaching them how to interact with each other and then how to, um, you know, obviously interact with you and other adults. And I, I know sometimes I feel like I'm saying a broken record, but I know that these are huge and our students need us and you to to really be there for them and to fight for them and to help them be their very best. So three ways, and of course there are other ways or more ways, I want to say more ways that you can help your students um, be set up for success. But I just want to go over three today. And number one is still the most important I believe, and that is the relationship, building that positive relationship with your students, getting that human connection with your students. And that's in the way that you greet them in the morning. Um, you know, I've, I've talked about before, teachers, some teachers have like on their outside door, like a list of like three to five ways that you can greet them. You know, whether it's a fist pump, it's a high five, it's a side hug, it's, I don't know, just saying hi. I mean, those really are little things, but really do set the tone in your classroom. And it really makes the kids feel welcomed because you give them that one-on-one eye contact right there at the very beginning you know, and that they know you're glad that they're there. And so, and then nowadays it's that human connection. 
because we are all online all the time. We are, you know, FaceTiming each other. We're doing, you know, a Zoom or we are just um, texting. We lose that human connection from all of that time. And so you being able to build that relationship with them is, again, a positive, caring adult in their life that you could be the only one or you're another one, another caring adult in their life that is there to encourage them, challenge them, and help them grow to be their best and be successful. So the second way you can help your students set up for success is by giving them a voice, engaging them in class. I know sometimes I get carried away with, okay, these are the rules. You have to do this, this, and this. You know, don't even talk back to me. Don't even ask me a question. Like, this is what we need to do. Let's get it done. I get it. Like, there's definitely times that needs to happen. But if you are able to incorporate more engagement with them and giving them more of a voice in how, um, I don't know, how you're, how they can do a project, how they can work together as a team, how they can be creative in their writing or how, how, like I've talked about, I think it was the last episode about having a class charter and how they want to feel in their classroom and and that's from the very beginning and you know how do you want to feel being respected you know being cared for being um have fun you know different ways that they can have input in their education in their classroom really gives them that um confirmation that they are included, that they are important to you and to their class as a whole. And then number three, I would say is teaching respect. And that's respect for themselves and respect, of course, for everyone around them. And respect for themselves in the way that Um, like that other student I was saying, you know, was so upset, but he was able to control his temper and not lash out, which is a, a kind of respect for himself that he just held it in, in a way, but also being able to reply back in a respectful but firm way. So if Johnny made you know, Matt mad, you know, we want Matt, of course, to reply and say, hey, you're making me mad by saying that. You need to stop. And then having Matt either walk away or or maybe they do take time and just talk it out for a minute. Self-advocate. So we want them to self-advocate for themselves, whether they it's something that they need It's something that, um, you know, they're having a problem with another student that ultimately is showing respect for themselves and speaking up for themselves. So we definitely want that for them. 
and then learning to be respectful for those around them. And it's, you know, the old saying, of course, treat others how you want to be treated. Do you want somebody yelling at you? No. You want somebody bossing you around to go get your stuff or whatever? No. Then don't do it to somebody else. Like, be respectful to them. You know, like I've I've worked with other students who are so mad, of course, they're yelling at me, and it's like, buddy, I'm not yelling at you, so please don't yell at me. And sometimes that works, and they kind of like take a minute, like, oh, okay. Other times, of course, they're just too mad, so they're going to finish yelling, and I just wait until they're done, and then we can talk about it and kind of process through that and what would be a better a way to react. So again, it's those social skills, which really all of these are pretty much life skills. Um, we call them life skills. We did in our um, in our uh, special education class, uh, we called them life skills. But these, you know, social skills are life skills. Anyways, does that really matter? I don't know. But I'm just kind of off on a tangent there. Anyways, so to say three ways you can help set up your student for success. One would be creating that positive relationship with them, giving them that human connection. Two would be giving them a voice, getting them engaged in their learning Number three would be teaching them respect. Respect for themselves and respect for others. And this is really so vital to teach to the whole child. Your students need you because every student deserves to succeed. And the more that you are able to help set up your student to succeed they will remember you and they will think back you know my fifth grade teacher my you know high school teacher my middle like I knew they cared about me they may not even remember what you taught them which I know probably is sometimes frustrating because you you work really hard to do that but if you made a difference just by the way they felt when they were in your class, that is still huge, huge for them. So I want to say, keep up the good work. Get refreshed this summer. Think of new ways maybe you can encourage your students as a whole so that they can be successful. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening. I truly appreciate you all, and I pray that I've inspired and encouraged you today. I also want to let you know that I have a couple bit.ly links for you if you're interested in making your own podcast and sharing the wealth of knowledge that you have, being a teacher or a para or a teacher's aide, uh, anybody in the education system, I'm sure you have a lot to share. And if you're interested, I took the class with Stephanie Gass. She's amazing, super friendly, down to earth, very easy to understand, and she's great. 
So I have a bit.ly link for you uh, for Podcast Pro University is where I learned how to do this. And that is bit.ly slash behavior, PPU, the number four, and U, as in the letter U. So Podcast Pro University, bit.ly slash behavior, PPU, the number four, and the letter U, if you're interested. Also, to get your free printable of all the six evidence-based strategies, there is another bit.ly link, and that is bit.ly slash the number six for free. The number six for free. These will all be in the show notes in case you need to go back and check those out. And I leave you with this. Every child deserves a champion, and that's by Rita Pearson. So I just want to encourage you that you can be that champion and that you are making a difference. Thanks again.